I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. <laughs> this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. With Jen. On the ether. Whoa, hi. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Season 5, episode 10, Spooky Rapping Crypt. Came out December 15th, 1998, a Tuesday. What is Spooky Rapping Crypt? Thank you, Alan, for asking. So this is something that obviously I only know because it is in the uh, commentary, which I've heard a million times. I didn't get to fully listen to it this time, but I listened to just enough. So it is a, it was from a Rexall drug, it was a Rexall drugs, that's where they found it, a toy that was like a motion-activated skeleton that is in front of a crypt, which by the way, for some reason is a Toy, not a decoration. Yeah, and in, in Roman numerals it says... 1977 for no apparent reason and he raps and i don't know what the rap song he raps to is but it is clearly either a copyright violation or some sort of fair use something or other right so because of parody quote unquote um i don't know what it is you cannot oh. buy it but you can find it on amazon so if anybody like you can't buy it there though it's out of stock Ooh. i'm doing a little bit of digging it's out of stock yeah, well, it came out in the mid-90s originally. Check eBay. There, wow, uh, check that, too. Wait. At one point, you could buy it on eBay. So there's several different... It's spooky. Check the dark web. Now, the name of the episode is Rapping Crypt, exactly. Because uh, it's spooky? I'm kidding, don't check the dark web. The toy web. is Rapping Crypt, so if you want to look, don't put that G on there. Put an apostrophe. Oh, but really? It, the, the episode is with the G, but the toy it's is not. It's cooler that way, man. Exactly. Rapping. Long story short, I'm trying to find it, even though it's not a property, a prop used on the show. I just really, really want one now. So I, I'm digging to find out the name of the company that made it. And somebody has to have them. If if I saw somebody getting one as a gift in 2015 online, which I did find, they're still out there. You know, so, uh, Rexall Drugs doesn't exist anymore, but it is a thing. I, you, I didn't was. either. I apparently didn't grow up with them around No, me. I mean, neither did I. Well, if anybody uh, finds uh-huh. uh, Rexon drugs on Amazon, uh, uh-huh, they're, yeah. they're Look out up of stock Rexon of those drugs stores. On Amazon. Buy, too, the, buy the, the actual drugstore. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Okay, great. So Mr. James covers his face. Uh-huh. Walking Which, into today's office. <laughs> I thought, I always think that this is a gag to reveal the goatee, but he's obviously yeah, had he's the had goatee it, like, for a bit, I, was, so, I thought the same thing when I saw this yeah, again. I was like, wait. Every time I, I'm like, oh, right. It's just some dumb joke about a smile. It's, it's a beam. It's all it is is beam the setup. The face. How excited he is to do something nice for his his people. Which is giving the staff profit sharing. Profit sharing. Thank you very much. Which is very nice. You can ask, but it might just make you beam. <laughs> <laughs> Love how excited he is. No, hell no. I just want to see the looks on their shiny, happy people faces. He doesn't care if it increases productivity. He just wants that. Right. Um, up 300% though in Georgia. That's right. That. Uh, Joe's bored now, but you know, as soon as we drop the news on him, he's going to beam, bam, boom. <laughs> um, back in the bullpen. Bam, boom. Bam, boom. Um, 
We cut it open, and what do you think is inside? <laughs> what Another boring is going story? on? I know. It's New York, man. Something they found in the Hudson, I'm guessing. <laughs> Mm. That's that's my only guess. Was it a was it a corpse? Like what is it? It's who no it's Matthew saying that, right? No, it's Max. Oh, it's Max, you're Max right. Max says yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the, Lisa's response is not wanting to know of another Mm-mm. boring story. Another boring story, exactly right. Jeez. Uh Jimmy's got an announcement he wants to make, but first, Beth, who's wearing a golden like a copper colored outfit satin outfit, maybe satin that is the color of her hair so she is yes she's ginger from top to bottom yes it looks like a giant beautiful gingerbread i don't i will never normally point out what a woman is wearing on a show so it doesn't matter except for beth it is in history it's part of her so weird it didn't i i now i know i remember Mm -hmm. but it didn't stand out to me because it's beth that i was just expecting something exactly i only really just i'm like I should pay attention this Always time look around. Forward yeah, it to is it, a really. satin copper colored satin yes. outfit that again goes with her hair. Whoa! It is the color of her hair. Uh, it's it's remarkable. I want to see her closet because I know have a right? walking closet because she <laughs> couldn't know? afford it. So I know. where is she putting these clothes? <laughs> is it just like a wardrobe rack in her living room? Mm, it's got to be right slash kitchen slash bedroom because yeah, it's sure it's all in one York. small. Uh-huh. 10 by 10 room very quick side note and those of us who are listening uh, those of our listeners who are from new york this will be no news to them uh tavy hi how are you we know you're in new york so this will be hi. a surprise have fun in new york tavy i watched a thing the other day that was like oh this woman who is on broadway she had a rent control department until like two years ago that rent control was from the 50s so she was paying about 80 dollars a month and they're like oh yeah it, it but it had no like hot water did not have a bath in it <laughs> like so I don't. She probably went to the YMCA or something, but like eighty dollars a, a month for sixty sure. years, you know, sure. fifty or sixty years. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And uh, the landlord now pr- plans to, you know, fix it up and rent it for five thousand a month. And this apartment is, you see, my apartment, not big, half less than half the size of this, because obviously it's New York. But five thousand dollars a month. That's what they said. What do you make as I a know, wage in New I York know. to afford? This is what blows my mind. Is it Manhattan? Uh, like downtown? Is like right off? It's the village. It's Greenwich Village. So uh, still, yeah, I know. (laughs) Blew my mind. Uh, Anyway, sorry, folks. That kind of setting. I can't do this anymore. No, I know. We're done. It hurts my brain. But yeah. yeah, So Beth, Beth, then she wants to say something first, and she's read the same profit sharing article Mr. James did. Mm -hmm. By the way, uh huh. How is this? I've never heard of a story like this being such big news that a billionaire and then somebody in best position would have read the same article. She is trying so hard. Man. I, she's she's his protege, dude. She knows what to read. She's, yeah, this, is, this is very true. Um, that That's all I can think. And uh, she wants profit sharing. And then Dave's like, oh, well, you're going to be very excited. And Jimmy, Stephen Root, beautifully, because there's like, you could... He's got the smile. You could crack the smile or change the tone, but he doesn't. He keeps the same tone yep. the whole time until he says, well, hey, you will get profit sharing over my dead body. <laughs> and then we go to the opening. Uh-huh. And Davis, by the way, just like, what the, the fuck, fuck just happened? Uh, short opening, if I'm not mistaken, by the way. No, not even any cabs, which makes me sad. My favorite cab isn't there. and Favorite license plate's not there. What am Darn I supposed it. to do? My favorite buildings? Pigeons? I just, no I pigeons. Mean, no? no pigeons. I wish there was more moments of the mid-conversation coming into the thing with I know. stuff like that. Oh. I know. <laughs> um, and then uh, Beth does another. So we're, we're back, and mm-hmm. she doesn't quite know why Jimmy is so upset. 
And she says, well, I know you guys think that I just coast along in my funny outfits and my, you know, quirky mannerisms. She does something weird with her hands again. <laughs> She's doing some, they're giving her some Matthew business to do, which I like, because she is just as good at physical oh, comedy. Oh, yeah, she's fantastic. As anybody on that show, if not better. And uh, I don't know, it's just, okay. it's so much fun. This is Max just turning That's up right. the creep factor in this yeah. episode, by the way. She says, I'm a very serious cause-oriented person. Mm-hmm. I have a cause cute girls with red hair one of a rally it's like, like what i know <laughs> he's max is a creep yes no. creepier than bill creepier than bill he's well he's, bill would have said that as, as creepy as it would have been bill said mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't have felt as creepy but no, oh, um, no. his face would have been creepier, <laughs> that's though. true he, the things, the things in his actual head <laughs> you know would have been far creepier i don't know what i think it might have something to do with Bill McNeil seemed higher status, and that might 100%. be why. And it should be still be crazy. He's just but better it, at faking in, it yeah. on the outside. Well, to people who didn't know him anyway. Right. To people who knew him, no. Not like, really. if you'd have given um, Max's lines to Johnny Johnson, much higher, much higher yeah. status, even as a hobo mm-hmm. because of who he is and how he looks, he's so much higher status, seemingly. Red air. <laughs> Whatever, Allie. <laughs> Where did I hear. Fuck, who else was doing Patrick Warburton? I just That was Brett. At it the was rehearsal. There you go. He Thank did a good one too. Our, yeah, his, very his much Patrick Joe Warburton from Family very, Guy. Though. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very good one. Um, uh, Matthew walks in. I'm sorry I'm late. No one <laughs> Dave, no one cares. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then he, he says just, he got back from therapy. Yeah, for the first time. And then they're oh, well that's that's good. <laughs> like fucking finally. Maybe he'll be normal. Oh mm. man. Yeah, that's right. Good for me, bad for you, Lisa. What's that supposed to mean? You, you know what it means. And then she's like, "What the hell? What just? What just happened?" Again, uh, several "What the fucks?" ending these so, each, just all these mysteries. I, I love it. I so, was so there. Much. I don't. I, there's no way he went to therapy. The the, the <laughs> I know the therapist well, would have analyzed that. No, you had a dream, and he would have been like, right. "No, no, it was real." Right. They the, probably the did, and he might have walked out and been like, "I don't believe you. Right. I know what happened." I mean, I don't know. The other option is that it is. Um, memory like regression which has been proven like hypnotherapy which has been proven to be mostly bullshit also he could have just straight up gone to a hypnotist thought Mm -hmm. i was a therapist and like i thought at the end of this episode they were going to reveal that he went to a magician (laughs) with the hypnotizing and it didn't who hypnotized him to think that he went to a therapist yes which is really really messed or who was just like a street close-up musician and he wouldn't leave him alone so he's like okay fine here's a watch you yep uh uh-huh 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 yep you're under now what happened to you the great dr calamari (laughs) dr calamari (laughs) i think i took that from the real ghostbusters actually i can't even take credit for that yeah okay (laughs) all right that's fine but still that's okay doctor put that on the title and you got something good Mm -hmm. Anyway. Right. I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of the Larry Storch Ghostbusters. I don't know what to say. That's the only one I know. <laughs> it's the original Ghostbusters. Oh, wow. <laughs> From the 70s. Wow. Larry Storch and I can't remember who the other one is. The Doesn't ape. Know, Forrest Tucker, maybe? Forrest and Tucker, ape. yeah. Yeah, and someone in an ape costume. You should watch the cartoon that, that was based off of that one. That There's was... a cartoon based off of that, too? Jesus Yeah, Christ. it came out when the Ghostbusters movie came That's out because they were like, we're really, capitalizing really on this. funny. Holy shit. It's, uh, Woo! they were time-traveling Ghostbusters that also traveled to other dimensions to catch ghosts and... So not far off from Ackroyd's first script. <laughs> Actually, if I'm being honest, I think it was probably, other than the fact that it took place in present day, but uh-huh. they had all these crazy gadgets and a car that talked. Mm-hmm. And then Paul a Rudd shows up. A car that talked. 
Paul Rudd shows up. Hmm. The only one that didn't talk to was the ape that was with him. It didn't make it. Oh. I'm sorry, sorry. Going the rails. that's fine. Although just very Listen quick. Listen to our Ghostbusters podcast next. Yeah, exactly. Do you know anybody who can play Paul Rudd? Because I would like to do a uh, sequel to uh, that Ghostbusters uh, show with that, Paul Rudd, where that. he discovers an ape skeleton. Uh, <laughs> and one of the so kids. we cut no. it open. What do you think was inside? <laughs> so Jimmy, Jimmy's in Dave's office, and he feels like jumping out the window. In your bed. That's from- Anyway, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh my Jimmy god! Jimmy feels like he's going to jump out the window. It's from Wonderlust, guys. It's from it's Paul. Oh, I haven't, 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 haven't seen that. I don't know. It's actually I, a really funny movie. Yeah, Ant Man's good. Ant-Man's we, we watched Ant Man. I liked it. <laughs> um, Jimmy feels like jumping out the window. David. Oh my god! That was... <laughs> I love that so much. Why? So why'd you have to go and ask for profit share? I love Dave, the immediacy of that? him being like, "This is the only way out." <laughs> yeah. I made her leave. Jump out a window. And I love that. He's Horrible. comparing himself to a caveman Don't because it, he's Jimmy. caving in. Is this my favorite This is the bit. dumbest. <laughs> this is my favorite fucking bit in the whole thing. I'm like, caveman. But Sir Caveman He can't cave let in. go of him latching on no. to that weird did phrase. Did some cavemen, ca- cavemen cave in? Well, I guess I would assume some did. Well, point to Jimmy. Point to Jimmy. <laughs> point to Jimmy. Point to Jimmy. <laughs> point to Jimmy. Point to Jimmy. Oh, thank you, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> that's supposed to make me feel better. Beth is my favorite person in this office. I'm not going to pretend that doesn't hurt, sir. Oh, you come on over here, cupcake. <laughs> and he lets him like rub his like rub his noggin with his fist or hand, like roughly, like yeah. like some some people would think is appropriate somehow for like a six year old mm-hmm. or something. Dave, Dave. I mean, if you put Dave on your lap, he's kind he's of like... He's a sad little panda in this scene, though. Like, he's like a ventriloquist Aww, dummy. He's like he a is. sad ventriloquist dummy. He's like, nobody likes me, and I thought at least you did. I don't know why when Dave Foley was on this <laughs> podcast, he didn't sit on my lap, though. I don't... Um, I didn't ask. And but, I don't know why uh, he sat on mine. Yeah, that was very strange. Was yeah, was awkward tension between the two of you. Yeah, I was like, oh, Until okay. I, lapsed, I, I, then I, all I guess changed. I'm chopped we, liver. We I understood suppose. our relationship from mm-hmm. that point on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Time for a break. And we're back. Oh. Joe's at a desk. A desk. Catherine's old desk, I think, is kind of roughly where he is. Yeah, is that supposed to be his desk now? Maybe. That's what I was wondering. I really wish I wasn't um, thinking so hard about it, but I did really. No, I was too. Does he have a station now? What's what's going on here? Joe's station was just with Joe. And Matthew won't let up about what he discovered in his therapy which was well um he was apparently the victim of satanic ritual abuse psychological uh, torture uh-huh well, like sacrificing live chickens stuff like that no 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 nothing like that and it just it just gets it gets so well okay we don't get into torture it yet. from everybody in the office yes right? from everybody in the office yeah and joe for once is right um and that uh for the most part uh the regression is bullshit because we're too suggestible as humans and like just stuff goes anything that comes into your head all automatically becomes part of your memory it almost never works joe's his his conspiracy theory is for once correct. you're right we are too open to suggestions yeah thank you alan thanks for understanding wow mm-hmm yeah i know gotta call my parents <laughs> right. speaking of which you know i bet your parents are probably completely innocent oh no not my parents you guys I also really like Joe's response, which is a, what? Like, it's a very high-pitched, <laughs> I like when he does that. And Joe's got some good stuff this season. He does. Then Lisa comes over, and <laughs> Matthew, 
<laughs> back off wit. She puts his, his fingers in a, in a little cross He's formation. so crazy in this episode. <laughs> ah, it's delightful. He's out of line. Hey, um, Mr. James, Mr. Jimmy James. Now it is time for the negotiation. I, I, I love when they make a big meal out of it like this. It's just oh. this whole event. What, Jen? Did you find it? Don't tell me you found the spooky wrapping. Oh, I have it. I have it here. I have something that well, won't load the yeah, image, but, did you, but did it's you called Wrapping it, Halloween but it's not pur- purchasable as all. No, you can't. You can't still. Yeah, see, available. that's the problem. I do have a. I do have an alert on eBay for it now. The people listening at home are like, "Go fuck yourselves!" Like, okay, we. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't. The, I don't blame we're them. We're the very uh-huh. worst. Uh huh. Like, um. So in the break room. Yep. Uh, I love this. She's then. reading. She's reading the paper. Yeah. 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 Clearly in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Of Mr. James. But she whispers to Max when he brings Mr. James in, uh, Beth's on a long-distance call to Japan. <laughs> Would you I love like this. Refreshment? This and is Jimmy my favorite. Loves the, the, he loves the pageantry of the whole thing. He's, he's like, like oh, I, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, he goes on. He's, like, he's, he's excited to learn more, and he's mm-hmm. obedient with the commands that are given to him. But he's also intrigued. But he's also mm-hmm. trying not to let it show it on his face. Because it's like, oh, we're playing a game here. And mm-hmm. Yes. It's yes, so point to you. Him okay. playing Continue. businessman at his own business is like when my sister and I, as children, when we had days off from school, would sometimes play school at home. And it, like it perplexes me what to think back. What the I'm hell not is wrong kidding. with you? It was mostly under my... It's mostly my suggestion. There's something wrong with me. Um, okay, and he mom. wants a soda. We don't have any soda. There's a fridge full of soda over there. And uh, I said we don't have any soda. <laughs> so good. Then uh, when Beth is finally off of her call, quote unquote, they go to shake hands and they keep holding hands. Wait, I'm sorry. Were yes. you the teacher in the school? Uh, the, I couldn't we, tell you. Okay, I couldn't sorry. remember. I think, right, we're, I think right. we were both supposed to be now. doing homework or work in school. Oh. Yeah. So you sorry to keep you waiting. Do... I was in a long distance call. <laughs> <laughs> and they shake hands, sort of, and then they follow with the hands and they sit down oh at the same God, time. Oh my God, the walk to the table <laughs> holding the hands. <laughs> and she sits on a chair that has a box on it. And he's on a Taped very low to chair. It to to ensure it. that it would work. Probably with homemade duct tape. And Jimmy's on the lowest chair possible. Lowest, yes. Almost to the ground. Pretty that, much falls into it. That is a great intimidation. Mm-hmm. And then this moment is the one I brought up with Stephen Root. Uh, he's refusing to give her profit sharing. Oh, you want to negotiate? Bring it on. All right, that's fine. Takes off his shoes, <laughs> slams them on the table. I will bury you! And the that? look on his face is so scary. <laughs> oh, so good. It's super I, intense. I don't know why I didn't uh, remember this moment until I watched this episode yeah, again. Yeah. I would have thought this would have stood out. Like, right. Like, I could... A lot it's of things like it's incredible, but it's a great moment. Well, it also it remind this episode reminds me a lot of the stocks episode too. So I think I might conflate the two a little mm. bit because um, they're playing business. Yeah, there's very so any, hard. Yeah, so good. Oh, it's just a standard opening move. Now it's your turn. Go ahead. <laughs> but she's too <laughs> fucking frightened to do a damn thing. Um, well, you got the upper hand then. In the bathroom, which you hear them in the commentary talking about as a comedy suck, like they just they didn't like shooting that in that room very much. Oh. It's because I think it's one of those wayside off ones that the audience couldn't actually see, was only watching from oh, the monitor. Oh, right. So there's no physical energy yeah. to be drawn from, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. 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 Uh, so, yes, they're Matthew, in the bathroom. Yeah. Matthew was talking about Lisa acting like a ceremonial priestess. Mm hmm. Orange glow, <laughs> which Joe has to point out is jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, his head was forced in the water, which is bobbing for apples. Uh-huh, made me try to bite this evil fruit. <laughs> evil fruit. So stupid. Cult dancing. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like the Monster Mash. And Wait. Matthew also, we found out, drank Max's spookadelic punch. What do you think was in that? <laughs> Ooh, oh. oh boy. Probably mouthwash. Oh. And uh, rubbing alcohol. <laughs> maybe some rubbing alcohol, some curacao, because it's also blue alcohol. Um, <laughs> that's, there's that, and then some fruit. Maybe an orange. An orange. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> a whole orange. Or... Wait a minute, it's coming back to me. Yes, it was a lot like the Monster Mash, except. This was definitely not a graveyard smash. <laughs> also, I like in the commentary, they're like, you see that one coming from a mile away. And yes, you yeah. do, but it, it yeah, it's pays still off. Fun. It but you gotta kind of cheer when it comes around. Mm-hmm. But, like, we, we are not to forget that Lisa is, of course, the head of mm-hmm. the, the cult or whatever it is that tortured Matthew. Um, Quick cut to the break room. There's, it's still stagnant. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's all I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> They've got... Well, uh, Beth has a couple of uh, charts. One is here. Oh, how, that's right. Here's how we work without profit that's sharing. Right. And it's up and down, up and down. But here we see we work with profit sharing. It's just it's a just big an arrow yeah. pointing up. Just, yeah. just straight up. <laughs> that's very scientific. <laughs> yeah, um, I like his face of, that works for me. I am interested. Mm-hmm. So about uh, uh, in the office when Lisa walks in with ketchup <laughs> on her head. And say Matthew put it in her purse, I guess. Uh huh. So fucking gross. When she rubs it on the door, it uh-huh. is actually a little bit creepy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Very much so. It's it's a slight hint as what what's to come later on, I suppose. Yeah. Also, it does give you an idea of the color timing on this show because it's so brown. This is the brownest show since Cheers. Mm. Frasier, also Wings, the aforementioned Wings, very brown show. Hmm? Is it? Yeah, in my head, it's a very brown show. It's just like this fucking it's weird, washed-out, earth-tony... But even the skin tones on this show are... Like, the ketchup looks brown. But if you don't, brown. it's gonna look well, like like overly gray or white, like a lot of offices, unfortunately, are. Yeah. Too pink, like if you look at the uh, Blu-ray version of Star Wars, uh, the original, it's all way too pink. They're, really? It's not skin-toned, which is... Uh, uh, yeah, not properly skin-toned. Uh, it's a very boring color timing thing to talk about, but it's do, a thing. I do love Lily. Say, do you have anything to wipe this off with? No, but I was going to get French fries for lunch. You're welcome to hang out until they get here. <laughs> so stupid. I uh, curse you and your domain. And that's when she puts oh, it on the right. store. That's right. <laughs> then Beth comes in, wants to know why Mr. James hates her. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I do love so much, like, the, this, there's, he's this great, Dave is simultaneously, obviously, the lead character, you know, one of the, you know, he's the boss man, but he's also this great expositional tool, mm-hmm. where just come into his office, and get the shit out that needs to be resolved. It's, yeah. it's so, like, I think about that pilot that I wrote, and I'm like, I just need that. That's literally what I need in that show. Like, that's that's really what. pilot was good, the comic book pilot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was yeah. Good, that was good. Well, thank you. Uh, I have I've been told otherwise by some script readers, well, a script reader, but he was yeah. wrong. Yeah, but everybody it's has fine. opinions. Yeah. That's very true. Anybody out there want to make a, a pilot with me? Let me know. You know who you are. Dave Foley. I don't know. 
know. Dave Foley couldn't. Dave Foley does not listen to this I podcast. Don't think, <laughs> and if he does, uh-huh. he's probably like, "Why? Why are, are you doing this to me? And why are you talking about me laps? sitting in your lap? What the fuck is going on?" Apologies to Mr. Back. Dave Foley. Oh, we just got blocked by Dave Foley on oh, Instagram shit. and yeah, Twitter yeah. and the Twits. Everything just, just the just, uh, air around him. You no longer blocked your slide into his DMs. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I did not slide into Dave Foley's DMs. I feel like they were open to me. Is slide into your so DMs. So the American Dream is private sharing. I don't want it to sound <laughs> sexual. I'm not trying to get me some Foley. That's not what I'm saying. He's a very handsome man. And all the yes, Dave, all those photos you've posted recently, you're you're still very cute. I hate that you look. He's good shaped. Yeah, no, he looks good. Shaped. I like him with, with the beard. You look good with the beard too. It's annoying. I want to go white. Anyway, once you go white. Nope. 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 Backtrack, rewind, uh, and then uh, so... Jimmy's now upset. How's that well you're Again, in, buddy? Uh, it's more of a, it's more of just a big hole. There's no water in here. Just an endless chasm. Oh, yeah. The American um, dream is profit sharing. No, the American dream is a six pack and subscription to Playboy. <laughs> but how are we know. gonna get that without profit? Sharing? <laughs> And uh, Jimmy's like, Jimmy's insisting he holds all the cards. She leaves. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, no. And th- no, she doesn't just leave. This is a big part of it. I have to play my ace. And she then says she quits. And it's a solid no laughs moment. It's good. She plays it as she should. But then, of course, we get a little bit of relief when Jimmy is about to jump out the window. That was, so that was so good. <laughs> and Dave has to stop him because uh-huh. he literally would be out there. Also, what? Yeah, if Dave wasn't there, would he have just jumped right out the window? Like, is he that impulsive? That's a very who, good question. Who hasn't fixed this whole you can get out of these windows situation by yeah, now? Yeah, like either. a screen? That would have been good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Real quick, in the, new, in, the, in the MCU, in the new ones they're doing... Yeah. Could Jimmy James take over for Tony Stark? Like, that could happen, right? I would love that. Because I'm just thinking he jumps out the window, but then an Iron Man suit catches him. Oh, my God. You know? I'm just saying. It'd be great. Then they bond. He becomes the next Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Iron Jimmy. Oh, my gosh. Him in an Iron Man suit is incredibly terrifying. I I have thorns. I got a hammer. (laughs) Anyways... (laughs) Anyway, oh, he's a bit all angry again. <laughs> ah, this is fantastic. Um, now there's a, a circle and a pentagram of salt on Lisa's desk, surrounded by candles <laughs> and a voodoo doll. And a voodoo doll. Let us not forget. And two dorks. Hey, Lisa. Anybody ever tell you you have a hot ass? And he puts the fucking the, the voodoo doll over the candle. And uh, she just jabs at him with a needle because <laughs> she's that too done great. with him. She's so done with him. Uh, and then There's she jabs, some giant needles. She jabs department. Joe too. Yeah, I know, right? The biggest needles, like pins. I wonder ever. what they really were then, because there's no way they had well, actual sharp. They could just sharp. make it. They could just take some wire and I guess that's true. It. That's very true. It's pretty funny though. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, and uh, Jimmy's despondent because Beth quit. He, 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 What's he the point of all of this? There's no Beth anymore. Why can't you stop being so stubborn and give her profit sharing? Well, yeah, but if only I could, Dave. But then I'd just be Jimmy the Caveman, <laughs> threatening to quit. He'll give you anything. <laughs> this is it's one of my favorite so runs. So this is like, I love it so much. So the Caveman. He doesn't understand how words work. He's so <laughs> stupid. 
He's ah. rich and he doesn't have to like be talked down from things anymore mm-hmm. like the rest of us. Uh, he he's he's worried for her because she's prey to all the wolves that haunt the mean streets of New York City. But, uh-huh. but that she, is one back. of those wolves. Yes, that, that is what he says. Yes. That's what Dave says. But yeah, she's, she's back, back in on a rally bullpen Pope. with a paper bullhorn. Yep. What do we want? Profit sharing. When do we want it? Max. <laughs> Now, uh, I'm assuming that's how he says it, because that's how he delivers yep. every line. Yep. <laughs> a, B, C, D. Um, <clears throat> now I know my A, B, C's. Um, but, uh, yeah, he thinks she's like a glorious sunset. Oh, my God. Because of how what a she line. she's excited. She's like a glorious what? sunset. Beautiful. He, was Gen- like, he teared up, too, when he said uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah, no, he's genuinely in love. Yeah. He's just a creep. He's also a creep. Uh, and then, then Matt, mm-hmm. Matthew put blood on, Le- in Le- <laughs> on Lisa's shoes. shoes. Somehow. <laughs> Worst. Again, we can only hope it's ketchup still. Ugh. Actually, yeah, I don't know at this point. We don't know for I don't sure. know if it is. And then one more time, she's back, and Dave just tries to put them together. Dave, don't look like I'm wearing a leopard skin loincloth to you. Does it look like I'm dragging my wife by the hair? I can't back down now. <laughs> Back to the caveman. So stupid. Idiot. So quickly to the to the to the three parts of the the third part of the <clears throat> the joke. Uh, my brain just stopped. Literally well, just stopped for a well, moment. What was uh, the security guards come and drag Beth out though? Right, but she said if that happens, one is bound to fall in love with her, mm-hmm. marry her, and then come back here and give Mr. <laughs> James a whooping. A whooping. <laughs> Fine, but if you come back here, I'll have you arrested, <laughs> poor little lamb. <laughs> I love that. I, I just I love that that gear switching. It's also a very Phil Hartman thing. It's a thing that happens on the show a lot, but I like that kind of yeah. quick gear switch that is believable. Just because Jimmy's supposed to just be so ruthless, well, and I, I love when he switches gears like that. Well, look, the whole staff is trying to convince Mister James to finally just leave her alone, mm-hmm. give mm-hmm. her what she wants, or Matthew says, or Lisa will ritually abuse you. <laughs> is that true, Lisa? Yes, I will. <laughs> That's what it takes. Uh, and then, oh, Dave, I love this. Dave just grabs, physically grabs Beth, Beth and <laughs> Mr. James and pulls them really hard into uh-huh. his office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just like back and forth. They won't stop, even though they both know it started as a game. But now, because of pride, Jimmy, Jimmy's got too much pride. James, tell Beth what you told me before the meeting this morning. Can't do that. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, look, Dave. Then Max is in there for no reason. Look, Dave. I know when I'm not wanted, but that's when I'm needed the most. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. They finally just, you know, they kind they of get, make they, up. Yeah. And they both <clears throat> say, "Is that how you really feel about it? Is that how you really feel about it?" And they hug, and then Max joins. <laughs> uh huh. Because he's a creep. Yep. Again, that is my note. I wrote every time he occur- or seems to be a creep to me. And how? And how? Um, and then when the two of them leave, uh, Max asks Dave if he wants a hug. <laughs> yes, Dave, but don't, don't tell anybody. And then Dave, Max closes the door behind them sexily, <laughs> as though it's going to be a very, very good hug. And 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 Dave makes faces sort of like it's awkward, but also like, so where's my hug that I'm embarrassed that mm-hmm. is happening, but also needs to happen right, right now. Right, 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 right complicated <laughs> and then we wrap up the lisa matthew story first of all he splashes water on her 
Mm-hmm. He's wearing garlic around his neck. <laughs> Joe asked him if he used holy water. Well, mineral water. That's the same thing, right? <laughs> like, why? Why would you think that? I mean, obviously. He's disabled. Good God, he's so stupid. <laughs> And then so uh, he admits to it. Matthew says, teach me how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First of all, you're going to need a live chicken and a working knowledge of Latin. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't miss a fucking beat. It's so she looks around like so that nobody's listening. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Just great. Um, Even Lisa's not above like messing with him at this point. because no. He's messed with her mm-hmm. far too much that day. And she's like, you know what? Here we go. Um, let's, uh, very quickly go into a little segment that, uh, I like to call the decline of Dave Nelson. Not happy with the name of that segment. We'll figure something out soon. Maybe. Maybe. I know that we, we called something Jen different earlier. Probably not the... With Jen. Man walks down the street and says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. Hey. Jen. Jen, go for it. Dave. Dave is in this episode. He's a sad panda. Mm-hmm. It's a very he's sad resorting panda. to hugs for Max. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he has to save Jimmy's life twice. You know? He's not he's not up to that. I mean he's going to save him, sure. but like he's got his own stuff to deal mm-hmm. with. We didn't even get to see it this time, but you can tell. You can tell. Dave's dealing with some stuff. He needs a hug, man. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's there's people accusing each other of witchcraft in his office. <laughs> like what? The PTSD. We knew this day would come though. The PTSD from this office, from Bill McNeil alone. Oh boy. He's still recovering from Bill. There's no doubt about it. From Bill just destroying him as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, like season five, he'd rather have Bill around because <laughs> at least the guy who really started the destruction would still be there. You know. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, they they had a, a sick, like, codependent, uh-huh. but trusting relationship in a way. Mm-hmm. Where they, and they relied on each other. So when things come to a balance at the end of an episode for him, it's not the same. It's a it's hug from Creepy Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll just take it wherever I can. Mm-hmm. Everyone's insane, and I don't even know if they know I'm in here anymore, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, he's he doesn't have the strength to play like Papa to anybody no, at this point this very very well. <laughs> no, he just belligerently brings them together and just yep. like fuck this, you guys just do yep. your thing. He kind of like yeah, he he leases it because when Lisa would solve problems too, she'd be much I feel like much more forceful yeah. when she finally you know. Sucked it up and did what she had to do. Uh huh. There's not much of an arc for Dave in this episode, really, is there? Not huge, like but you can Dave. tell things are getting to him for sure. Oh, for sure. Because yeah, yeah. Ma- Max, I mean, nobody has their stuff together at this point, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beth is the closest. Kind of. I still think does. Beth is on the way. On oh, but way she up. won't though. But no. Beth is on her way up, no matter what. I think. It seems like she actually, like, takes messages. And... Mm-hmm. But I just think as a person. I think, you know, sure. for, in our fake season six, she's she's at least a millionaire. She's reading a newspaper, I mean. Mm-hmm. The right <laughs> newspaper. 
Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dave. Poor Dave. Poor, poor Dave. I hope that hug helped. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it helped Max. You know, yeah. at least he was letting it out. At least he, mm-hmm. you know, found consolation in, in not holding it all in and sharing it with someone else, even if it was Max. It's true. <laughs> He's not totally destroyed by the end of the episode. But oh, man. Yeah. He's had a rough one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I have. That's what you got. This has been The, the Decline of Dave Nelson. My favorite line, if I have to pick, which I do, that's the whole point of this, is uh, <laughs> because if I give it to him, it looks like I'm caving in, like I'm like I'm a caveman. And I would put all the other lines in there because it's a three-part joke, but I, I, I will put that as my favorite. Hmm, maybe a... Uh... You can pick the same uh, one. You do not have to. Uh, well, I might just go with. You may ask, but I might just make you beam. <laughs> it's such a good read. It's, it's a good stupid. line read. <laughs> Our good friend Stephen Root, thank you for that line. I just like. Oh, sorry to keep you waiting. I was on a long distance call. <laughs> this is wonderful delivery. Yeah. Just, just everything about how she says it is great. My favorite moment is, I mean, it involves also one of my favorite lines, but just him taking off his shoes, pounding it on the table, and I will bury yeah. you! It was so good. Yeah. That so was, damn good. That's, that's it was mine, insane. too. I, Fair. It was yeah. insane. And her look at, right afterwards oh, yeah. is just Genuine as good. Like, <laughs> she, she, you're almost like, oh, is she about to keep her composure? No. No. That's too scary because he was pretty what close. Was that? It's an intimidating man. <laughs> no matter I what. I love Mr. James to do any extreme emotion. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. So good. Well, it was a great thing is having him here while we interviewed him. It was like. When he put, when he pounded the shoe down on the table and mm-hmm. said he would bury us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But you it can see in his shocking. eyes that there is whatever that is that he can pull out at a moment's notice, which is to say he's a great actor, but it's yes. like. He was intense, not in an un, un, like an intimidating way, but like intense, where you're like, "Oh, this is what gets him all the work." You can see he's intense he's in deep, genre. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Person. Uh, what's your favorite moment, Jen? Um. No, I mean it's that. I Same thing. That. We all yeah. the first but, time but the we've all had them, the like, three. Two, That's good. The two of them together, like, it's too good, well, it's, right? it's like the reaction moment. and like yeah. both. It's yeah, just great. Moment. It's a great balance. We, that's the first time we've all had. I know, three. right? We've had two. We've never had three of us. Mm-mm. Maybe. I don't think so. Oh. But, but, oh yeah. Uh, applause for ourselves. Jen, what would you like to promote? Oh. Paul Simon's uh, natural. <laughs> hmm. Um. Call your senators. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Let them know mm-hmm. how you feel about things that are important <laughs> uh-huh. in the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> how you don't maybe like people who are monsters to other groups of people. Yeah. That I'm is a big all. fan of not monsters. Not monsters are my favorites. <sighs> Me too. Alan? Hey, see, Dolomite is my name on Netflix. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, actually, oh, I think it might not be up there anymore. But, what? Uh, Snapchat series Solve. That was in episode 13 of season f- 
three. Uh-huh. Alan's going to check that, and I will tell you to also look for Alan in uh, the final season of Veep. Yeah, yeah. I actually rewatched this final season of Veep because it's pretty fantastic. Miss Julia Louis-Dreyfus on that show. Yes, I don't have a scene with her. Mr. Patton Oswalt on that I show. I do have a scene with him. Mr. The Tall Guy on that show. <laughs> yes, the episode is... Uh, you're a killer if you collect this. Uh-huh. Season three of Solve on mm-hmm. Snapchat. Mm, creepy times. Alan's on Twitter at A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. And Instagram at A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Rickert. It's pronounced Rickert for those who don't pay attention. It's Rickert. Not Rukert. Not Ruckert. Spelled phonetically on my headshot. Is it? Yeah. Really? Not headshot, but the resume. Oh, okay. Fair. Good. I don't have a resume. Is that why I'm having problems getting acting jobs? Well, you don't really you have submit any to resume? anything either. I do have an acting resume, and no, I don't submit it that often. <laughs> no, that's part of the Just problem. a voiceover place. Oh. Why am I submitting my headshot with that? So they can see see what they're that. working with. I'm not doing that. I just send them a picture of my send, vocal send cords. You, send a shirtless shot of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I send a picture of my vocal cords, <laughs> then I send a shirtless shot of me that says, like what you see, question mark. <laughs> Uh, you'll love what you hear is what it then says Um, the first time we met yeah yeah, that's great um and then i will then say follow me on twitter oh there's that high energy we were talking about don't forget the professional blur hashtag the professional blur on instagram and everywhere else and there's a podcast coming out about it uh you know real quick i will just mention the other podcasts i'm involved with because i do a lot um, Jen and I are going to go get a cup of coffee. Okay, that's fine. Well, Jen's involved yep. in one of these podcasts. Yep. Um, that other podcast is of Dice and Dens, which is a and d podcast that we do with my best friend Dan Gomiller um, in Boise and his wife and our friend Kimberly and our friend Jeff in Seattle. It's a lot of fun. I play a cowboy with no name on it. What do you guys do that? You just you actually play the we game? play D&D, yeah. We're, we're on our second campaign. We just started our second campaign. Do you act like you're at the characters? When it's when it's conversation time. And then uh, I want you to guess, out of all those people, Alan, who do you think um, <laughs> is maybe the least satisfied with the bullshit that goes on when everybody else is fucking around? Who do you think, who do you think might not be having it? Well, it's obviously Dan. Yeah, yeah, clearly <laughs> Dan. No, even as a Actually, DM, he, he gets in on the bullshit. Yeah, but he Aren't still gets in on the, the bullshit. bullshit during D&D, though? Yeah, right. but maybe not as much as uh, someone like oh. me. Maybe not all the poo-poo and caca. There's a lot of duty talk uh, on that show, and it's... I'm gonna, well, it harkens I'll take back to your, your junior high days, so you're going to... You the know, children gonna, sure. that are playing I, I never did D&D back then, so I'm like, now i got some time to catch up, you see. Uh, so there's that. There's the Professional Blur podcast, which, again, will start coming out soon. I just... Get, yes? You guys should switch to Magic the Gathering. I guarantee there will be no doo-doo or poo-poo or caca. Boy, oh, boy. I'm, I think I'm good. I'm just kidding. I'm you good. guys would totally doo-doo. Oh, okay. Caca, poo-poo. Uh, Unimpeachable, the songs of the presidents of the United States of America. That is a mini-series podcast where my buddy Nick Robes and I talk about the music of the presidents of the United States of America. Episode one was with Chris Ballou, the presidents of the United States of America. No shit. Nick did not know know he was going to be podcasting. I don't know about this. Yeah, I surprised him, and you hear Nick scream with delight when I I Skype him in. It's satisfying. Let me ask you uh huh. Are you are you getting just because of the name of the show? Are uh-huh. you getting like tweets like yeah, no? I haven't. No, I don't think anybody's paying attention, frankly. But yeah, but unimpeachable is one of titles that I'm the most like proud of. Like I love it. It's great. That is that is a great title for that. There's Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. There's the Comedy on Vinyl podcast, and that's about it. There's one thing left to say, and that's catch you later, me.
Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs> hey.